Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the Saints Against Islam's Assault on North America. Well, thank you for joining us here today at the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace. Well, folks, we're going to return back to this last bit of information I want to share with you on why why Muslims do what they do. Why is it that they perform uh, these heinous terrorist attacks? Let me say this, too. Um, some people debate, you know, what's, uh, why do we call it terrorism? What makes it terrorism? And I think the very simple answer is, who's the target? If the target are the civilians, are people who are not standing they're fighting with uh, with their guns loaded against our enemy, and they're just the the citizens of the country going about their daily business and travel, and they attack those people. That is a terrorist attack, especially if they target these people on purpose. Now, sometimes in warfare, bombs go astray and hit civilians and hit uh, people who are not armed for. A battle, and uh, those are tragic situations. But it the the difference is if they were specifically targeted, then that is a terrorist attack. And Islam, who do they target? They target citizens, and so we're going to talk about the why. So listen now as Shram Hadian and I discuss this. Here we go. Today, we're covering the unfortunate, uh, tragic events that happened in Brussels and Belgium, Tom, uh, just this past week. And we're talking about uh, Muslims and what makes Muslims militant. You know, it's not radicalism. We hear this term all the time. Oh, it's radical. They pervert Islam. No, no, no. We know that it is Islam that perverts Muslims. (laughs) And it is Islam that is the root of the behavior. And so, Tom, let's talk about why would somebody strap a bomb to themselves like these guys did and blow themselves up? You go, who in their right mind would want to do that? Not only killing themselves, but then killing innocent people around them. And and we have covered a show. In fact, we did a show uh, that was titled Islam, A Culture of Death. And one of the things that uh, that our listeners have to understand is, and, and this is for me very personal when I was a Muslim, is that because as a Muslim, there is no guarantee of salvation. A Muslim has no guarantee of salvation um, uh, just being a peaceful Muslim, except for one. And the only guarantee that is given by Muhammad, by Islamic source, is what is called the shaheed. S-H-A-H-E-E-D, or what we would know as martyrdom. And so, Tom, we've covered this verse before, but I want to read this verse out of one of the hadiths, uh, Musnad Ahmad ibn Hanbal, that covers the seven blessings. There's actually seven blessings that are given to one who is willing to shed their blood for jihad, for the sake of Allah. And so I'm just going to read this very quickly here. It says, the martyr or the shaheed has seven blessings from Allah. He is forgiven from the moment his blood is first shed. He will be shown his place in paradise That's number two. He will be spared the trial of the grave. That's number three. He'll be secure on the day of the greatest terror. That's number four. 
There will be a place on his head, a crown of dignity, one ruby of which is better than this world and all that is in it. That's number five. Now, number six, most of our listeners are familiar with probably. He will be married to 72 of Alhur al-Ilin. That's the, that's the virgins, right, Tom? The 72 virgins that we hear all the time. And then number seven, which really is the crux of why they do what they do, is that he will be permitted to intercede for 70 of his relatives. So what we have to understand is not only according to Islamic text is the one who kills himself for Allah, uh, the shaheed, given forgiveness for himself and given the 72 virgins, but he gets to actually intercede for 70, 70 of his relatives. This is collective salvation. And folks, this is why you see in the Muslim community when someone blows themselves up when they're a suicide bomber. We, we've seen this years, Tom, in Palestine with Hamas, where they, they, they throw a party. They celebrate. You go, what the heck? And the reason is because the family believes, based on Islamic texts, they're all going to heaven now because, you know, um, Ibrahim or Khalid or Abdul or Muhammad or whoever it was decided to kill themselves. And so, Tom, this is a culture of death. They glorify death. And until we understand motivation, Tom, you know, as you know, I was former law enforcement. Um, We've covered this on the show. Law enforcement today, uh, Homeland Security, FBI, they are told, they've been told uh, because of so much training material that's been scrubbed uh, by this White House, by the Islamic elements like CARE and ISNA and so forth and so on, that they cannot consider Islamic texts as motivation for terrorism and carrying out jihad. Didn't you and I just give a perfect motive for carrying this out? Exactly. You know, and this leads us, it's a good segue into the next part that we want to talk about, the why. Before I get into that, though, Shram, let me read one more hadith. And and I want our listeners to understand, a hadith is a, it means tradition. This is what the disciples of Muhammad recorded, him saying and doing. And so they've been collected. The most popular collection is Bukhari. Uh, the next uh, popular would be Asai Muslim. Um, Muslim. And th- these are well received by many. Then there are other collectors of these hadiths. And uh, uh, Sayyid Jami is Sagir, uh, number four th- 4305, said this uh, as a collection of what the Prophet Muhammad had said. He said, standing for an hour in the ranks of battle is better than standing in prayer for 60 years. Wow. You know, to say that, um, you know, the the fifth, you know, one of the five pillars of Islam is the Salat, their prayers. And so, and you won't find jihad as one of the pillars, but many refer to jihad being the sixth pillar uh, right. of Islam because it's so important to Islam the struggle That's against right. evil, the ridding the yes. world of evil. And um, and Muhammad here clearly says how important jihad is to the prayers, They're comparing it to prayers. Wow. Standing just right. one hour, 60 minutes in the ranks of battle is mm. worth, is more important than praying for 60 years, to be on your knees wow. praying. And so this is uh, why Muslims do what they do. If they're truly following Islam, I as a Christian... I take God's word is 
God, this is God's word. And I, I live by it. I, I obey it. If it tells me to do things that the world thinks I'm nuts for doing, I still do it because God said to do it, even if the world doesn't understand. And if I have the same approach to, to the Holy Bible, if I were a Muslim, to take that same approach to the scriptures of Islam, to the teachings of the prophet Muhammad, I would follow, I would be involved in groups like ISIS, groups like Al-Qaeda, Al-Nusra, Boko Haram. I'd be doing the things that they're doing because they are following the mandates of their religion. So this is why they do it. Okay? Right. Now, right. let's move uh, over to the side here. Why are they getting away with it? Why is it that uh, this continues and continues and continues, and it seems like we're not able to win this and beat this? And I'll tell you, the reason why is because our government doesn't get it. They keep following the lie, keep following this uh, rhetoric that these are um, uh, extremists, these are radicals. They're not real, truly Muslims. They are, they've, they've swallowed the lie, and the media is feeding it, and the people are, you know, it's like, you know, we, we hear what the media says, we hear what the government says, oh, this is a religion of peace, this, you know, these aren't really Muslims, and this isn't really Islamic activity, and we see it going on and on and on and on again, and these people, you know, we hear it, and we're like, this doesn't smell like the truth, it doesn't smell right here, there's something fishy about this. And the reason for it is that it, it is not right. It is a lie, but our government keeps feeding it, and they keep believing their own press on this. Right. Sharam, right. is this not true? I mean, come on. It, it, it is absolutely true. In fact, Tom, going back to 2009, uh, there is a Homeland Security memo that come out when Obama took office. And, and again, not to say that this was not happening in, in our nation pre-Obama. We know after 9-11 that... The Islamic elements, the Islamic groups got their way into the White House, got their way into our national security apparatus, got their way into training materials, and and, and we're trying to purge. But under this administration, it, it, it's, it's like on steroids. So what happened was when they purge all training materials, now law enforcement um, – the, the, the governmental officials, those that have to actually be on the ground. For example, we know in Belgium, Tom, that these brothers who carried out this attack at the airport and at the metro were on the radar of, of the uh, law enforcement community in Belgium. They were tied because, again, Abdul Salam, who was tied to Paris, was tied in the same neighborhood. They were in the same Muslim enclave as uh, these attackers uh, this past week. So it wasn't like they were from nowhere. Uh, you then add the fact that you have open border policies in the U European Union. There really are no borders, so these guys can travel freely from country to country. Remember, Belgium is linked to Turkey, is linked to Syria by borders. Well, that's it for today and also for the week. And uh, let me give you a heads up about tomorrow's program for those of you that are able to get our Saturday program on this station that you're listening to. Not everyone who carries our daily broadcast also carries our Saturday program with Sharon. It's an hour-long program. Uh, but um, if you can't get it on your station, you can get it online at fortressoffaith.com. You can uh, stream it. 
And uh, also, too, if you have podcasting on your phone, if you uh, subscribe to iTunes, you can get our program, folks, um, and just simply uh, register there your phone with iTunes and register to our to our program at Fortress of Faith. And uh, each program, when we upload it, it will sit in your inbox. And so you can listen to it on your time. So you don't have to worry about, oh, my goodness, I missed the time. That'll never happen if you have iTunes and listen to the program that way. But uh, tomorrow we're talking about, we're exposing the uh, what we call the cults of Islam. And you, are, you folks, we're going to blow the lid on, um, on a project that Muslims have been going at for some time. They are starting schools here in the United States with taxpayer money. And there's over... There's hundreds of these schools, and you need to know about it. I hope you'll catch the show tomorrow. Well, let me close, but uh, let me remind you, we are in our fundraising season, and uh, we uh, still need you to help us. We're a long ways from our goal, folks, and so a call uh, to send a donation would be a terrific help to us. The number is 800-616-0082, 800-616-0082, or you can give safely and securely online at FortressOfFaith.com. God bless you. Have a great weekend. We'll be back with you tomorrow and also on Monday. 